Hey, TDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett. We're getting ready for this Wednesday. If you listen to this when it's released, uh, January 18, 18 days into year 2023. That's awesome sauce. Uh, what we got to talk about today? Oh, Matthew's going to call because you know what happened <laughs> Monday night. Yeah, that, that was a thing. Um, what else we do? Uh, well, we, we kind of spent our time in recovery because, uh, yeah, we had to get over that uh, Monday night thing. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, what? Oh, oh, you, you need, we got to do ads and, and all this other good stuff so we can get into this. Okay, cool. So just go ahead and play the ads. And uh, then Mr. DJ, Man DJ, and I'm Binary DJ, you got your thing. And we can get this started. We can get this, we, we, we get popping, right? All right, cool. All right, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, I think we're ready to get this party started. How about you push the button over there? Oh, thank you. Artificial love, we just make it up, cause reality will never be good enough. And even if it was, we just mess it up, cause we already lost, addicted to the rush, I never meant to Hey, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and if you're listening to this when it's released, then it's Wednesday. It's 18 days into 2023. After awesome sauce things occurred these 2023 years, we look back at that. We're going to talk about that in just a few moments. I'm excited to be with you. I'm excited on behalf of the platform on which you've chosen to listen. I bring greetings and ask that you do whatever's required, whatever they need you to do. I know we don't like to do what we're told, but if you can, just find a way to make sure you're either liking or subscribing or following or adding. What that does is ensure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the internet. And also, if you can, do me another solid. Go ahead and slide into someone's DMs. Send them a text message. Make sure it's consensual. Don't go out and violating their DMs and and next thing you get a virtual Me Too charge. I'm sure that's going to be coming. If that hasn't already came. You know, back in the day, we used to violate people all the time. Oh, sorry. My, I don't know anybody specifically. So, um, you know, don't come at me for no charges. Like, he would be me. No, I don't know who you are, dude. I, yeah. Um, nonetheless, just make sure it's all legit, man. They want you in your, Just make sure they want you in there. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, again, we thank you. We thank you for being a part. We thank you for doing, caring for your friends and family and sharing. Sharing is caring. That's all I want to say about that. I appreciate you for being with us again today. I I must say that repeatedly. And today we're going to chat with Matt a little bit. We're going to talk about what happened on Monday with that Dallas Cowboys. That's going to be a thing. I'm not looking forward to that chat. You might have to you might have to put a warning right here for all the people who uh, this can be very triggering conversations. Dallas Cowboys fans can be very, very triggering. And um, so we're going to hope that we can make it through this and our blood pressure doesn't go up. Our anxiety. We don't need uh, one of those little plastic bags. We got to blow in. Yeah. So that's later on. First thing we're going to do is. Figure out what's going on today, what happened today in history. And then we're going to talk about a few things that's on my mind. Can we get to that? 
if you please. Before we do that, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ is going to put some music in here, get us all kicked off. And then we're going to feel excited about today. I'm back to business, fresh off the confusion that is Dr. MLK Day. That one time of the year that everyone believes we should do something but can't agree on what that something is. Nonetheless, I hope your week thus far has been awesome sauce. By the way, have you checked out our shows and things that are out there? The podcast, yesterday's podcast. If you're listening to this when it's released on, on Wednesday, uh day 18 i just said that why am i looking at the clock trying to figure out what day it is i just said that anyway got a couple things on my brain Whew. had some got to, got to take a break i took sleep you know i work 364 days out of the year martin luther king day i go to blade i hibernate that is my day of hibernation mok day for edb mok for edb it's hibernate day mm-hmm Nonetheless, some wonderful things happened on this day. In 336, that was the year, St. Mark was elected Catholic Pope. 15,000 years from that moment, in 1733, a polar bear exhibited in America in Boston. Nobody had seen one before this day. San Jose in California was founded on this day in 1777. In 1896, first college basketball game with five players on each side is conducted by the University of Iowa, who invites student athletes from the University of Chicago for an experimental game. Chicago beats Iowa. How are you going to invite some kids and get your ass handed to you? 15 to 12. 1947, Detroit Tigers sell Hank Greenberg to the Pirates for 25 to 35K. Here's the funny part about that. They sell him, not trade him, sell him like he's property. <laughs> oh, 47. He's white guys, though, so you know, it is what it is. 1964. The Beatles make their first appearance on U.S. Billboard charts with the single I Want to Hold Your Hand at number 45. In 71, Ivan Koloff beats Bruno San Martino in New York for the WWF Championship. In 18 or 1980, not 1880, 1980, Pink Floyd's album The Wall hits number one. And the United Nations announces George Clooney as the U.N. Messenger of Peace in 2008. And on this day, in 2015, in Century Link Field in Seattle, the Seahawks, then with Richard Sherman, beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers 28-22 in overtime. That was for the NFC Championship. Well, we don't know where Richard Sherman is right now. We definitely know Aaron Rodgers is. He was over there with Patrick McAfee on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Yeah. I should go back and watch that and see what's going on. Nonetheless, those are the things that are going on. That's the first part of what's on my mind for this day 18 of 2023.
And I got some other stuff on my mind I want to talk about. How about we get to it to that? Um, I want to start with sports since we're we're on that. You know, all of us fans, well, at least 24 fans of the 24 teams that are sitting at the house right now, wishing for next year to be more awesome sauce than this one was. Uh, my buddy Matt is not one of those, as his Cowboys are still fighting to be the 2023 NFL champions. Unless my buddy George Kittle over there in San Fran, you know, who's still reeling from a 2019 chat with The Rock, if you go on his Twitter. Um, or I don't know if he's reeling. He's dreaming. At least he said he was. He thinks he was. Nonetheless, since I was snooping around Kittle Land, I uh, had to make a simple request for Mr. San Fran. Over on the Twitters, I said, uh, well, first I asked Mr. Fish, asked Matt, Mr. at Mr. underscore fish underscore two, are you ready? Oh, wait, you're still trying to figure out how to screw up this season, which is what Dallas does. They get to the Red Sea and they choke. <laughs> this time they made it through the Red Sea. Now they have to get to the Jordan River. And if they get to the Jordan River, then they can make it out of promised land. Actually, no. The first time it's getting out of Egypt. And they got out of Egypt. Now they're at the Red Sea. If they get to the Red Sea, then they got to cross the Jordan River, and then they'll be in the promised land. That's how it goes. Okay. Nonetheless, uh, I decided to leave Mr. Fish alone because, you know, I just wanted to tell him that uh, about what's happening. But, you know, while I was there, as I said, I had to ask Mr. Kittle if he could... Uh, handle some business for me this Sunday take care of uh, uh, the Dallas Cowboys I said uh, before I do actually I told him Mr. Matt let me read the tweet to you because I just summed it uh, at Mr. underscore fish underscore two are you ready oh wait you're still trying to figure out how to screw up this season no problem I'll leave you in the Dallas Cowboys but before I do at GKittle46, please handle my lightweight this Sunday. If you take care of this, we'll do the rest. Now, what I was talking about was the opponents. Miami Dolphins opponents for 2023 have already been set. Home games. Uh, the Bills, the Patriots, the Jets, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Giants, the Titans, and the Jaguars. And then they're going to the Bills, they're going to the Patriots, they're going to the Jets, they're going to Kansas City, they're going to the Chargers, they're going to the Eagles, they're going to the Commanders, and they're going to the Ravens. But there's one particular piece of business that was fascinating to me. Dallas. Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys is coming to Miami. And I was thinking. Maybe me and Matt. You know, Matt's a Floridian. He doesn't like to admit it because, you know, he, he really doesn't want to be down there with old 45, or should I say 46 minus a brain, which equates to 46 minus one. And the biggest one is the brain, you understand. Um, or he don't want to be down there with Ron DeSantis, you know, or, or now Matt Gates is down there. There's a lot of people down there. Oh, oh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Marco Rubo. Yeah. Marco Rubio, you know, that guy. Nonetheless, we were thinking, 
since he's in Tennessee now, that we could, you know, make a trip back to uh, to Miami, go down, welcome to Miami, and uh, go to the uh, to the game when the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins meet. That's just something for us to consider. I don't know if uh, that's a good idea or not. I have to talk about it, that later. He comes on to chat with us a little bit. But we didn't get into that because we didn't. I didn't know that was going to be a subject until when we were chatting. So you know, there is that. We'll pick that up a little bit later on. You please remind us to do that. But I'm just curious if we we do make that trip, will there be a problem with parking when we get there? That seems to be the thing going on, at least in California. Starting in January this month, California will become the first of these states united to enact a ban on parking minimums, halting their use in areas with public transit. Governor Gavin Newsom called a win-win for reducing planet heating emissions from cars, as well as helping uh, alleviate the lack of affordable housing in a state that has lagged in building new dwellings. Um, California is not alone in this. Cities like uh, Anchorage, Alaska, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, and Nashville, Tennessee. That's right around there where Matthew is. Uh, all recently loosened or scrapping are scrapping requirements for developers to build new parking lots. Uh, cities such as Buffalo, New York, and Fayetteville, Arkansas, scaled back parking minimums a few years ago and have reported to surge, reported a surge in activity to transform previously uh, derelict or derelict. Uh, dilapidated that's the word i want to say buildings into shops apartments and restaurants uh, did i say nashville i did because they're among cities of new waves the new waves of cities that are hoping to do something angie henderson the reason why i want to bring back to nashville a member of the nashville metropolitan council proposed the parking change for the city's core areas stated the following uh, it's about the climate it's about walkability it's about reducing traffic and the need for everyone to have a car nashville is a very is very much auto oriented and making that shift is challenge is challenging I, it, it see it's even hard to say it uh, we aren't doing away with cars well that's a good thing this isn't some sort of parking Armageddon. That's even better. But it will start to shift the market. Which, you know, if she hadn't have said that, I, I know where your head was. You're like, oh, you're going to make us all walk? All us fat ass going to have to get out there walk? Uh, Gernot Wagner, a climate economist at Columbia Business School, who accused political leaders of making downtowns, believes the following. The parking minimums have helped kill cities. Look like bombs hit them by filling with filling them with parking lots. Getting rid of parking minimums is an amazing step. It's a piece in the puzzle of climate policy. There are major rethinking going on now, which is good for cities and families. 
Such so much good work on climate is being done in cities, which is exciting. The real momentum around parking policy is now. Um, I like to pause every time I read something that just totally makes no sense to me. Um, I, you, you find these things that are going on in the world and you, you hear it and then you go, I don't understand it. It somewhat makes sense to me. Um, going and not having to, um, I, 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 let's move on to something else that doesn't make sense to me. Speaking of cities making changes, I want to talk about Edward Tiang. Uh, he went. He went left while many Americans spent New Year's Day nursing hangovers and worse trying to remember what their names are. This homie was working fervishly on a new app to combat misuse of a powerful new artificial intelligence tool called ChatGPT. We talked about that some time ago. That's um, a little something that New York schools are, are feeling a little some type of way about. He says, Mr. Edward, I think we're absolutely at an inflection point. This technology is incredible. I do believe it's the future. But at the same time, it's like we're opening Pandora's box and we need safeguards to adopt it responsibly. Edward, a senior at Princeton University, were at one point getting a piece of paper from a board of directors to certify that he knew what he knew he already knew in computer science and journalism, along with a chat with his dentist was all that mattered. Now he's fielding calls from venture capitalist firms, education leaders, and global media outlets. Which means, I guess, I don't have a chance. I thought well, maybe I would have a chat with him and we'd go out for a non-beer because, you know, he doesn't drink. He actually likes to remember what his name is. Nonetheless, he says, teachers from all over the world are worried about this. We're losing that individuality if we stop teaching writing at schools. This is a young kid saying this. Human writing can be so beautiful and there are aspects of it that computers should never co-opt. I can I can agree with that. And it feels like that might be at risk if everybody is using chat GPT to write. It doesn't make sense that we go into the future blindly. Instead, you need to build the safeguards to enter the future. Speaking of entering the future, uh, it's always great to look back at the past. I, I told you about the Meditations podcast, right? Hey, please go check that out. I just thought you probably would think about that in this moment. I don't know why, because <laughs> I just thought you'd think about it. Come to think of it, it, it speaks what we're doing about, you know, with Sodom and Gomorrah and all that stuff. And it's fascinating to think about how much of that you can see today in that. So I just thought I'd put that right up in here since we talk about progression and everything and destroying old norms. Might be a good good opportunity to, to think about that. Not only listen to that, but read chapter 19 of Genesis. You know, just thought I'd throw that in there too. Finally today, let's park ourselves at the bottom of the center of these states united. Since we're talking about climate change and just the advancement of humans, Jackson, Mississippi, already frail water system, 
suffered a days-long outage over this past summer and a crisis that sparked national outrage and called attention to the decades of water struggles in the city or in this particular city of 150,000 residents with nearly 83% of them black. Now, some five months later, organizers say there aren't many resources to go around to the residents still in need. Gino Warmack, program director of the community organization Operation Good, said the following. The outpouring of help that took place in August, it's way different now. I guess people are burned out. There are so many mixed messages about who's to blame, what's to blame. But at the end of the day, it's the people who suffer. There's still a fight to give people this basic necessity. Jackson has one of the oldest water systems in the country, which authorities routinely uh, directing residents to boil their water. They're constantly on the boil notices because of their system being so old. And at one point over the summer, Operation Good was giving out 700 cases of water to long lines of Jackson residents in a single day. Mississippi was set to receive $429 million from the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act to fix its water uh, waste system over the next five years, mostly in loans and grants provided by the EPA. But in October, the EPA had announced it would investigate whether Jackson had handled federal funds in a way that discriminated against the residents. An investigation that came in response to a federal com complaint from the NAACP. Jackson's majority black population has been repeatedly ignored, spurned, or ridiculed, resulting in the most recent water access inequity and crisis. The bottom line of what I want to say here today, if we can put the kibosh on this, is why I took the day off. Because January 20 or 16 or 15, wherever that Monday number three in January falls on, is always seemingly the time when everybody wants to come together and do good. That's the day of service. But the truth of the matter is people are suffering 365 days out of the year. And if all we're going to do is show up on one day, God bless what happens the other 364. <sighs> all right, that's... So I'm on mine. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to pause here. Mr. DJ, Mam DJ, non-binary DJ. Put something up in here. I think we learned something today. So that's a good time for uh, to Martin. A Martinin. Can I say Martinin? And not butcher your name? I don't know why I do Martin. Do do names. Uh, and Maya Selly? I don't know. Anyway, it's a track news to me. Because, like I said, I think we learned something. We were smart. And every time I, I sit down, I get smartened. I get better understanding of what's going on around me. They're going to play that. And we're going to, you know, not let it stress us out, but meditate on it. Meditate on the things that we can do around our world, around our community. Shout out to No Copyright Sound because they're out here doing what they can to make sure that we have access to information through lyrics, through creative artists, like uh, those that I butcher by trying to pronounce their name because they're very creative, these names are. 
We're going to listen to that. Mr. DJ, ma'am, DJ, non-binary DJ, thank you. And then afterwards, we're going to have a little chat with Matt. Yeah, that's coming. Lord have mercy. Was never easy growing up. About time I read a book. To distract myself from this reality. Oh, it's been a couple years, I feel the same. Guess I'll never really learn this fucking game But I'm here to play it now I don't wanna cry again Even if I lose a friend You say you had good intent when you hurt me You do it all again, that's all news to me I don't wanna try anymore Yeah, I won't show up at your door in the morning Say that it wasn't planned when you hurt me You do it all again, that's all news to me Hello? Hello? What do you want? 
I called. We had a meeting scheduled today, don't we? <sighs> Do we really have to talk? If I remember correctly, you told me to call at 12 o'clock your time, which is 11 o'clock my time. Do we really have to do this? So I'm here for our scheduled meeting. No, you're not. You're here for a public lashing that I had to take. Yes, I had to take serious amounts of antidepressants for. I'm just here because we had a scheduled meeting. I'm here for our meeting. I had to take a serious amount of antidepressants. Because that was an ass whooping last night. And I know that you're grinning from ear to ear so much that you had to put a face plate over your mouth so that your teeth didn't fall out your head. Uh -huh. Last night was a good night. Yeah. It was a good night. You're very modest and I appreciate you for not being the Dallas Cowboys asshole of a fan that you are. You're being very modest. I appreciate you. I'm here for our meeting. We had a scheduled meeting. What do you want me to say? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative. Oh, I know what you want me to say. The Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl! No, that's not going to happen. That, that's, that's what's going to happen. No, but no, no, last no. Last night, we took out the GOAT. No, I mean, winning the Super Bowl is taking out the goat, and I, took out the goat. I mean, he needed. I mean, it, you would hope that by this point the dude retires. Well, and that's the thing. We didn't just take out the goat. We put him out of his career. He is done. That is just like a massacre. That last night, the Dallas Cowboys made Tom Brady regret coming back to the NFL. They the, made him wish that he would have stayed retired. And they made him say, you know what? This time I am going to retire and stay retired. You know, to get an ass whooping like that is almost like it's poetic. It's like something that would happen in WWE. It's like when they put the man down for the last time and they just take it's like it's like when what was that book where the guy took the the big boy out in the back of the field and shot him in the back of the head. Did you read that book in school? That's a book that you read in school? Yeah, yeah. We read we read, we read Catcher in the Rye. There was like bitches and pussies and shit and all in the book. I was uh, I heard Catcher in the Rye is a it's a book that people read in school and it's apparently like an inappropriate book for school or something. I don't know. We got to say shit in school. <laughs> oh. It it was funny because it got to the word like this is full of and the guy looked up and he and the teacher's like Miss Wendy Dingle. She's like, dude, you say it at home. Go ahead. This is full of shit. Like, you don't talk like that at home. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, I cannot remember Anyways, that. The Cowboys put a beating on Tom Brady last night. They took him in the back of the barn and they put him down. Yeah, they did. Jesus. They, they certainly did. That was, that was, that was, that was hard to watch. Oh no! It was very easy to watch. It was amazing to watch. No, that was hard. If, if every cowboy game was that way, I probably would, you know, have many more years left to live. <laughs> They've taken quite a few years off my life because of all the stress. But uh, last night's game, stress free. You know. Well, except for the kicker. Our kicker. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. But uh, aside from him missing extra points left and right. We had a great game. 
Uh. Yeah, I am. I am moving my. Uh, I I have a call. I forgot about. So I'm telling her to please call me at twelve fifteen, so that I can what? give you time what? to to to. Uh, Hello. What? What'd you say? I said I have a call that I forgot about, so I'm asking my next call to give me to 12.15 so I can give you time to, you know, say what's on your mind. Well, that's pretty much what's on my mind is that the Cowboys took Brady out last night. They told him, you know what, you don't want any more of this, so just end your career. At the very least, end your career with the Bucks, because if you do decide to play, you're not going to play for Tampa anymore. Why you say that? Hold on. Why am I holding? Where did you go? Um, so, as I was saying, I don't believe he'll be playing for Tampa next year if he does play anymore, because he's a free agent now. Oh. So he could technically go and sign with whatever team he wants to. Or oh. he can just say, you know what, I'm done. Oh, like he's probably going to go and sign with Miami? <laughs> nah, he ain't going down to Miami. I would hope not. They already got, we got, we got Skylar Thompson down there. Skylar Thompson damn near beat the Bills. Come on now, he's a good boy. Let him be down there. Skylar and Tua. They're good people. Yeah, no, Tua's going to retire too. You think so? If he knows what's best for him, if he wants to live another day. Mm. Dude had so many concussions this year, I don't think he even knows what year it is anymore. I don't think he knows what century it is. Anyway, um, so the Bills have to go play the Bengals. Yes, they do. Does that mean they're going to Cincinnati? No, actually the game's in Buffalo. Oh, well that's good. At least they don't have to go walk on the same field they just, one of their men damn near died on. No, I think the game's in Buffalo. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's great. That makes you feel good about life. But you now have to go and face George Kittle. Face who? George Kittle. Yeah, who, who the hell is that? What do you mean, who is that? Yeah, who's that? You don't know who George Kittle is? I know who George Kittle is, but at the same time, who the hell cares? What does he mean to us? Nothing. He's going to kick your ass. <laughs> How? He's going to have a quarterback to throw the ball to him, and the quarterback's not going to even have a chance to throw the ball because Michael Parsons and Dallas Cowboys defense is going to be all over Brock Purdy. Who is this guy? Brock Purdy. Oh, is that who he is? Yeah. He's Purdy? So they say. Hmm. Interesting. But the Cowboys are definitely going to make him ugly. Mm. Mm. That's what they're gonna do. They sure are. And and and, and you know, they I wrote... are gonna put him into the ground so many times that his his name's gonna go from Purdy to Ugly. You know, Matthew. You know why I had to take antidepressants last night? Why? Because I had a scary thought. What's that? It's so scary that I don't even know if I can talk about it. I, I, I don't even know if I can mention it. It's so scary. I mean, if anything, you should be happy. The Cowboys took out your longtime rival and enemy. 
Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't take him. For a while, you couldn't even say his name. This is true. Mm Mm-hmm. He was just that guy. Yeah, he was, he shall not be named. Yeah, 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 him. And the Cowboys took him out for you. But. You're welcome. But he's no longer a threat anymore. Yeah, that is true. He was no longer a threat anymore, but the Cowboys may have just took him out of the NFL completely, so you will never have to hear his name again. Oh. At least not as a player, because apparently he's got $350 million waiting for him as a broadcaster, so. Well, I guess it will no it will go from he who should not be seen to he shall who should not be heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, my thought that was scary. Um I don't know if I can mention this because every time I think about it, it makes me have to go take antidepressants. Uh do you know what I'm struggling with, Matthew? What are you struggling with, Eric? Could this be the year? <laughs> well, I didn't tell you to choke on it. I mean. Oh, man, I hope that's not a bad sign there. Me choking here. I hope that doesn't cause the Cowboys to choke. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're out here choking. <laughs> oh, they're going to choke around about Kittle. I'm telling you right now. Kittle's going to make them choke. Kittle's going to have someone throw the ball to him. He won't have anyone throwing the ball to him, so he'll, he'll be fine. He's we'll going to make him choke. You watch what I tell you. Just like my battery is dying on my phone and it's telling me that I need to go and and charge it, that's what's going to happen. See, once we get past the 49ers, our next step, is whoever wins the game between the Eagles and the Giants. And we already know we can just slaughter both of those teams. It doesn't matter which one of them makes it out because we're going to roll right over them. So You you, you think, you know, you know what would be funny? If it actually does come down to you and Frank. That would yeah, be... we already beat the Giants twice this year. We could beat them again. Mm. And nothing. I, I hope the Giants win. I hope they beat the Eagles. Um... That way we can just roll right over them. You know, that was Frank calling. He was like, tell that bastard that that's not going to happen. And that was him right there. Mm. He, apparently, he heard you through osmosis. Go ahead, Giants. Go ahead and beat the Eagles. That way we don't have to worry about them. I'm a little bit more worried about the Eagles than I am the Giants, I'll be honest. So if the Giants <laughs> take out the Eagles for us, then it's easy pickings. You still... <clears throat> You still think you're going to get over George Kittle? Oh yeah. What are they? But a chicken wing. What are they like? Thir- Thirteen and four at this point. Yeah, and they've not played anybody. They haven't played any of the teams that were in the playoffs this year. They didn't play any of them. They played a bunch of teams that never even made the playoffs. So. Okay. But they're still like. Whereas th- the Cowboys, the Cowboys have played pretty much every team that's in the playoffs, and we beat all of them. So. But you said they've never played any teams in the playoffs. Which like means the teams that are in the playoffs right now. But which means that they've never played you and you've never played them. Right. But so we played the other teams. Like we beat the Bengals early on. 
we lost to the Bucks, but we beat them this time. We've played the Eagles. We've played the Giants. We've played the Vikings. The Vikings are out now, though, because the Giants beat them. We beat all those teams. Matthew? We beat all these playoff teams. The 49ers, their schedule, they didn't face really any playoff caliber teams. Oh. And Brock Purdy sure hasn't faced anybody that, that, uh, that good. So. Purdy? Mm-hmm. You said Broad Purdy? Brock Purdy. Oh, Brock. Yeah, Brock. Like Brock Lesnar. Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah. He can go ahead and be Brock Lesnar, but the Cowboys are going to be Roman Reigns. So we're going to take him out of the uh, WWE. So. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. You're going to smash him? We're going to smash him. Okay. And then, and then at the end of the day... Yeah, like Roman Reigns said to Sami Zayn, Sammy, you don't call your shot. Roman Reigns calls a shot. The Cowboys are Roman Reigns. They call their shot. And then at the end of the day, they're going to acknowledge the Dallas Cowboys? That's right. Last year in the playoffs, the San Francisco 49ers came to Dallas and knocked us out. It's a revenge game. Dallas oh. doesn't want to see that happen again. Of course, this time we're going to San, <coughs> we're going to San Francisco. So we get to do a little payback. And you think that's what's going to happen? You sure about that? My name is Paul Heyman. And what I'm going to say to you right now is not a prediction. It is a spoiler. Says, the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers on Sunday. Says the guy who's over there hacking up a lung. Oh, sorry. Do I need to say it again? I'm Do I need to say it again? It is not a prediction. It is a spoiler. Okay. This Sunday, the Cowboys will beat the 49ers, and they will acknowledge them. Okay. You're welcome. Now I just opened up your Sunday. You don't even have to watch the game because I just gave you uh, exactly what's going to happen. So you're welcome. I'll just sit quietly and drink tea and <laughs> wait for the results. Sounds good. All right. Not gonna happen that way, but that's okay. We'll we'll let you believe that. And we'll meet back Monday when you cry. No, the only one doing the crying is you because that, you that was George Ke- that, was jo- that, that, that was George that was excuse me? So the only one doing the crying is you because you wouldn't believe me when I said that the Dolphins had a very, very bad matchup with the Bills. Well, that was George Kittle. I don't want to talk about that anymore. That happened. George Kittle keeps calling, and he just wants me to tell you, like, tell Matthew to shut that shit up. It's not going to happen. Whatever, George. Whatever. All right. Anything else, sir? Yep. We'll see Frank next time. All right. As long as he he can get the job done against the Eagles, we'll see him in the uh, championship game. You go ahead and send him that message, all right? All right. I'll, I'll make sure he gets it. Good. Sounds good. Till Monday? Till Monday. I'll I'll bring the tissues. I'll bring the uh, champagne. Somebody's going to cry. Someone's going to cry, but it won't be me. All right. Bye! It'll be little Georgie. Later. All right, that that wasn't as bad as we anticipated. It's it's good. He um, 
you know, he wasn't like a usual Dallas Cowboys fan. So, you know, we can we can live with that. Oh, uh, you know, we're going to live to fight another day. I don't know about Tom Brady. Um, he might live to <laughs> fight another booth. That means he's going to the. Anyway, the moral of the story is it's always good to chat with Matt. And uh, it's also a great opportunity to um, to wish him well. No, we're not going to do that. Nonetheless, it's a great opportunity, Mr. DJ, Ma'am, DJ, non-binary DJ, to get another track in here on the way out the door. Something else to get our, our, you know, our spirits of whatever. I don't even know what to put there. All I know, I just want to listen to some music. So if you just go ahead and throw that in here, that'll be awesome sauce. And so we can get ready to uh, kick this day off for those of you who listen to this when it's released. Before the sun rises. Mm-hmm. Sure he is. Eastern Standard Time, of course. That's too much explaining. Just play the track. When the darkness is pulling you down, you don't know how to move on. When music is the only thing that keeps you alive, and you know that the time will come. We are feeling so unstoppable, dangerous, our comfort zone. Protecting people with a tone, with a tone. We just want to save this world. So prepare yourselves for us. Again, my friends, we bring our time together to a close for this Wednesday, January 18th, National 
Museum Selfie Day. Is this national or is this International Museum Selfie Day? It's oh yeah, national. Just in the U.S. I guess we don't do it in other places. National Winnie the Pooh Day. National Forest Day. National Gourmet Coffee Day. As I go and drink my Pepsi at the Panera in just a few moments. National Missions Day. National Peking Duck Day. National Thesaurus Day. We're happy, merry, delighted, and overjoyed. All the different words you get in there. And National Weedless Wednesday. For all you people out there, this is the one day in the world that you don't get high. I don't know why, but you know. Nonetheless, I do appreciate you, as I always do, because you care for your friends and family. I appreciate you because you share with your community. And most importantly, I, I appreciate you because you pray. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these station nine, but civilized nations all over this world, even the uncivilized ones. I told you they got kids too. How about we do this again tomorrow? Lord willing and the crick don't rise. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters! Artificial love, we just make it up. Cause reality will never be good enough.